Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podcasting My Daughter, a.k.a. the PTMD Show, which it kind of sounds like PTSD, but for adults who are parents. I think that's kind of good, isn't it? Yeah. You like it, right? Today's topic that I'm going to talk nonstop about is race. So what I mean by race is I am Iranian, a.k.a. Persian. That in itself is an entire episode, but I want to go all over the place today because that's sometimes how my mind works. I just like to talk about things like, you know, racism. I like to talk about uh, types of race. I like to talk about the types of people, the types of things they do, and all sorts of stuff like that. So I'm just going to go on and on and on, and hopefully you're going to enjoy me talking for as long as I talk. Uh, you know, I don't really have a set guide for this episode, and I want you to know that up front. So it might be all over the place, but just know that I'm kind of going somewhere with it, okay? Charlie, I love you so much. You're all I think about all the time. Anytime I'm doing something throughout the day, I'm just like, hey, I wonder what she's doing. I want you to know I love you to death. Love you so much. You're amazing to me, and I miss you. I do. I haven't seen you in a couple of months and it's just, you know, it's, it's tough. This podcast is me being able to reach you. Hopefully you can listen to this. Hopefully you can gain something from this. And if anybody else is out there listening, I hope that you are able to grasp something from this. This is knowledge transfer. I am transferring anything I have to you in hopes that you will better yourself. That's the best way to put it. Me talking things out is also bettering myself as well because I get a little glimpse into myself as well. It's a very good way to do things, I think, at least in my opinion. You know, as you can tell, I'm very confident, but also I do second guess myself. And I wonder, are a lot of Iranians like this? We are very interesting, all right? I grew up thinking, and you know, my dad racist jackass, right? I love him to death, but he's racist all the time. He's, Americans are no good. Uh, Europeans are no good. Asians are no good. The only country that is good is Iran, right? And I'm like, dad, where the fuck did this come from? I love you so much, but you just come up with the most random stuff about how, oh, the way Americans do things is terrible. It's propaganda to the ninth degree, and of course, I was way too young to really understand, so of course I believed it, and I believed that Iranians are so good, we're the only people that really know how to do things right. But the truth is, Iranians are fucked up. Iranians are really messed up people, man. We, If you look at what's going on right now, uh, you know, this is January 2023, what's been going on in Iran has been uh, this woman, she died uh, by uh, killing from the government. The government basically killed her, right? That's it in a nutshell. And then because people started uprising, the Iranian people started uprising against uh, the government, they've just started systematically killing many, many people, young people, babies, old people, everybody. And they don't like dogs over there because it's like against the Islamic regime, right? So they're just like, all right, we're just going to kill dogs too. They're just killing everything and anyone that is against them. So as you probably know, if you've listened to any of my other podcasts, but in case you're new here, or this is your first episode that you're listening to randomly, I am very against nationalism or any type of setup where 
this is how it is and this is how it has to be and anybody else that is going this way is against us. For me, I've never liked that. All right. It takes a lot of different types in the world. I am the perfect me, right? But for a lot of people, I'm not their cup of tea. And I understand that and I accept that. I'm okay with that. I don't want to be everyone's cup of tea. I mean, I'd like to in a way, but really that diversity and is what allows nature to thrive. And I think we as human beings, we try this very big tribalism thing, this very small tribalism thing, and we don't thrive because of it. We're always against each other instead of progress towards the better. And like I said earlier, this episode is about betterness. So I'm just going to tell you by starting off telling the good things about Iranians, telling you the bad things about Iranians, telling you the meh things about Iranians. And then I'm going to go into other things like our, you know, uh, Western counterparts, the Italians and, you know, the Eastern, Eastern parts of the Indians and the Pakistanis and, uh, you know, our very, very Western, the English, British, the Europeans, the Americans and so forth and so forth. The and then we'll go south a little bit to the, you know, Australians and the New Zealanders and the, uh, I'm trying to just randomly think of different countries to tell you about. The Russians, it's all types of people and we have this very stupid, stupid mentality of what is good and what is bad and how our people are better, but we're all just crap, all right? And I say that, but we're all just crap, <laughs> but we're all just idiots, all right. I think the very first thing that everybody should be taught is that they are idiots. We have brilliant moments, but we are all idiots. Right. And if people start thinking more like that, I think we would have a little more peace in the world. Because think what well, going around, walking around, showing your junk to everybody saying, hey, look at me. I'm just this brilliant person. Huh. And then you make one mistake. It messes you up for life because everybody's going to point at you and say, ha ha. Ha ha, you fucked up. Well, look, we all fuck up all the time. And then just occasionally little flitters of light into that bulb and brilliance happens. It started from cavemen and women to to Einstein to, you know, I'm thinking presidents, right? We all make tons of mistakes. We're all idiots. We're all brilliant too. So Iranians, though, we... We have this saying, right? It's, oh, we don't do it like that. That's not how Iranians do it. They, they're very prideful people. And pride, pride is such a hurtful thing sometimes. You know, I don't listen to the Bible, but I, I've read a third of it, a fourth of it. I, I skimmed most of it. It was, some of it's very boring. But, and I can't understand how there's people that are like saying, this book is right. This book is right. This book is right. What I can tell you is there's a race war going on. It is a war about the Americans versus everybody versus the Italians versus the Persians. And look, here's the thing. Italians are just the same hairy bastards like Iranians and the Greeks are. But, you know, somebody took the joke too far. Somebody said, hey, look, we're all hairy beings, right? And somebody said, well, I'm not as hairy. And then this started this joke. And now we have this big race war where everybody wants to fight each other over. I have 30 less hairs than you. I have 45 more hairs than you. I have a big nose. I have big eyes. I have a small eye. I have big lips. I have small lips. Who the fuck cares? 
Who cares? Who cares what you look like? All right. Yeah, you, you have some moderately more attractive features. That doesn't mean that there's X amount of people that are ugly. It just ha- means that this one person out of thousand is more attractive. It doesn't mean that your race is better looking. It doesn't mean that your race has, you know, bigger breasts or bigger dick, whatever. All right. It just means that one person out of your entire group has better features that is resoundingly more attractive or wanted features. doesn't mean anything. In the end, we're all going to look the same anyway, right? My actual views are race mixing is cool. I like people that race mix. I think people that don't race mix are really weird. It's like these people that move to Los Angeles and don't come into the culture. They literally come here from predominantly Caucasian backgrounds that they've been accustomed to. They come over here and they don't embrace the Latin culture. The most they do is, oh, we eat tacos. Eh, that's not really it. They don't even try to speak Spanish. They, you know, there's what you need to do is embrace the others. That's my personal opinion about it. And I'm right. All right. I am a hundred percent right. Embrace the cultures. If you're coming somewhere to a big city where there's a huge people of different cultures, embrace those cultures. You move to Koreatown, embrace the Koreans. It's really easy. And I'm just so very weirded out that there's sayings like uh, the Italians say, there's two types of people. There's Italians and there's people that think they're Italians. Motherfucker, I don't want to be Italian. The Italians have good food. That's the beautiful part of being who we are. We can actually, we can be any race and enjoy Italian food. Oh, I wish I was Italian? What does that even mean? You just don't like who you are? What kind of shit is that? What type of people are these people that say, oh, I hate being this. I'm a self-hating blank. It makes no sense to me at all. There shouldn't be a race war. All right. Iranians are hairy. Some of us are, we're funny idiots. Some of us are smart. Most of us are idiots. Most of us are having smart moments, but we're all the same. I can just grow a beard faster than most. That's about the only real thing I can think of. So I've been talking about this for a minute here. You know, I like the Latin culture. It's very interesting to me. It's very religious almost in their ways they do things. And maybe that's more than, you know, Aztec mumbo jumbo stuff that I don't believe at all. But I kind of, I get, I get it. And Charlie, you are a little bit of Latin. Your mom has Caucasian, Native American and Latin flavors to her. I'm sure there's something else she doesn't know. She needs to do the 23andMe. By the way, if you haven't, go ahead and do that, all right? I would love to know what you actually are besides, you know, half Persian. What would you be? Would you be half Persian? Okay, so you're half Persian and then like uh, a quarter. No, no, so you'd be like a fifth Caucasian, a fifth Latin, and then a fifth Native American. Oh, well, I forgot. Everybody's 2% black. So add that in too. Uh, So my big thing about being Iranian, and I've always kind of laughed this off, is I'm neither black nor white. When I see blacks and whites arguing, I just want to get in between them and say, hey, don't forget the green, which is what most people think about these days. 
They're all assholes and they want to think about money. Selling out for some green is the thing to do to survive. <laughs> I have a lot of different friends. I'm not going to lie. I throw myself into a culture. If I make a new friend that is Mexican, I throw myself into that culture. The good, the bad, the ugly. I want to know it all. I want to pick the, what I can from them. And hopefully they can guide me in my path and I can guide them. But I can tell you that we uh, we don't need to fight. There's no need to fight at all. What we have to do is embrace each other, bring each other in, and just share love. So Charlie, I don't care what you actually believe with your racial background because you're you're a bit of a mutt, all right? But here's the honest truth. I love the mutt dogs. <laughs> if we're talking, I love the mutt breeds. I love the mutt breeds so much. They I think they're the cutest breeds ever. And you're you're a mutt. Something that my parents were always very proud. They're like you are 100% Iranian. And I always thought that meant something, but not really. And it's pretty interesting uh, dating-wise when women would find out, oh, you're 100% Iranian. It was as if I was special. You know how many 100% Iranians are out there in the world? Millions. Billions, maybe. I don't know. But you know what's the truth they were looking at? Oh, you're exotic here. Here living in Oklahoma. You're you're exotic here living in Texas. You're exotic here living in the Bay Area. You're exotic here living in Los Angeles, except for Westwood and Beverly Hills. Do you see what I'm saying? It's a very myopic view that has no real meanings attached to it. When you are told, oh, you might get married someday, right? There's people out there that think, oh, I'm going to imagine what my mate is looking like what they're gonna smell like what they're gonna do for work i've never thought about that i've never had an actual image of somebody that i would have as a mate for life you know why because i understand that there's so many types out there and there's so many people that don't get that there it's this very secluded tribalism i was watching this show last night and the guy joked, oh, my third wife is Jewish, right? And then he said, oh, no, no, she was my second wife. It was the fourth wife that was Greek, right? It's these types of jokes that are funny because we're all the same. That's really what, what this episode is about. There's no need to try to justify being unique. We are unique. Each one of us is unique, but we're all part of the same soil, we're all part of the same soil. We're all part of the same space dust. I have carbon. You have carbon. We were all little bits of atoms in a distant galaxy or a different part of the universe. And that always makes me smile. Because I think about how many people are so angry at X or want to be disassociated with Y. But we're all part of the same group. I know. It's kind of cheesy, right? But it's the truth. I just happen to have more carbon coming out of my follicles. That's what gives me the hair. That's what gives me the extra length on my nose. That's what gives me the blackness of my hair. By the way, interestingly enough, you you might enjoy this. My black hair, as I'm getting older, is now 
dark brown. And I'm I'm okay with it. Just so you know. Not a big bother to me. So, Charlie, embrace you. I know a lot of the world eats up media that tells you that beauty and attractiveness is the biggest thing, especially for women, which in my opinion is sexist as fuck. I hate that shit so much. Low maintenance type. You know what's real? Somebody that knows that their personality, that that, that their core inside is what matters. Yes, you want to style yourself or you want to have a certain look or you have certain colors that you want to wear, and but really it's the substance that matters. What's in you. That carbon, that hydrogen, all that fun stuff. That's what matters. And that's what you really have to think about when you're assessing you as a person, you as a being, you as a life. Doesn't matter if you were born on A country or B country or C country. F your way out of that, all right? That's bullshit. Those countries are imaginary lines anyway, right? What I like to think about these made-up countries and these made-up boundaries that we've all set for ourselves is what if you were given up for adoption? You're actually Greek. And people are like, this, you're such an interesting-looking Iranian, but you're really Greek. Or what if you're Italian? Or what if you're Portuguese? You don't know. You're just told that you're Iranian. You're just told that you're Italian. You're just told that you're American. You don't know. Because you were probably two or three years old before you were aware of anything. So take everything with that grain of salt. Now, Charlie, I have to tell you something. You were adopted. <laughs> you were adopted by me the second I saw you. But just remember that. You know, my brother was given up for adoption. He doesn't look exactly like me, but I don't care. What matters to me is that I love him and that I have him to protect, for him to protect me. That's real tribalism. Those people that I can count on my fingers and toes, and I think... I would do anything for them. You're included in that, Charlie. So, the race war is stupid. Persians are pretty much Italians and Greeks. The countries, you know, you could basically walk across each other. You can actually walk very, very far. I think it's something like a thousand miles you can walk on land if you tried. But because of uh, countries hating each other, you'd have to have a lot of restrictions going from let's say, you know, Saudi Arabia to Jordan. I don't know. I haven't looked at a map, but that's basically what it is. You could walk through all of Africa and through the Middle East and up to Russia if there weren't imaginary boundaries and and these imaginary governments trying to hold power. A constant struggle that has no bearings on people. It just is a very big inconvenience to be able to live your life and enjoy it and enjoy the company of others who might not be exactly like you. So just think about that, all right? I want to thank you for listening to the Podcasting to My Daughter show. I've had a good time talking about this. I hope you've had a good time listening to this. And I wish you and your entire family the best, whether you're brown or blonde and black, yellow, red. Most of you I like. I hope you have a good day, all right? And take it easy.